Hey guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. The latest story up on our premium channel is called Miss Glinda the Teacher is a Witch. Ella and Chloe love their teacher, Miss Glinda. She loves cats, and she always wears white. One day, there is a new teacher down the hall, and she is always horrible and rude to the kids. Ella and Chloe see this new teacher doing magical things. Could she be an evil witch? And is Miss Glinda a good witch that can help? To hear this story and more, just sign up to our premium channel. Here you'll receive a Friday bonus episode every week, plus our entire back catalogue of over 250 original stories ad-free. As a premium member, you also get a guarantee that your idea will be made into a story and read out on the show. Also, premium-only shout-outs just for you guys. So to sign up, go to our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. And now it's time for today's story request. Dear Lucy, I would love a story about a princess called Lily who finds a magical cat in the palace yard and the princess tries to find who the cat belongs to. I would also like a girl named Eleanor to be in the story who goes in the woods to discover a friendly monster. Eleanor is also my name, so that would be really cool for my name to be in a podcast. There was once a girl called Elena who decided she wanted to go exploring in the woods. Elena was very brave, but even so, going into the woods on your own is a scary thing to do. After all, who knows what terrible creatures might lurk there. But this didn't seem to bother Eleanor, and so into the woods she went. She had been walking for some time when she came across a tumble-down tree. Deciding it was time for a rest, Eleanor took a seat upon the fallen trunk and spent some time watching the birds and squirrels in the branches above her. But when it was time to get moving again, Eleanor realized that she couldn't remember in which direction she'd arrived and in which direction she was going. Oh dear, said Eleanor. I think I might be lost. Being brave, Eleanor didn't cry. Instead, she stood on the tumble-down tree and looked about her. There, through the gap in the leaves above her head, she could see a thin wisp of smoke. Oh, someone's having a fire, said Eleanor. Perhaps they can help me. Filled with confidence, she hopped down from the tree trunk and headed off through the woods in the direction of the smoke. It was some time until she came upon the cottage. It was an old and twisted building with broken wooden shutters to cover the windows and a tatty thatched roof that was dark and patchy. But sure enough, from a damaged chimney spot, there arose a thin wisp of smoke. Somebody inside had a fire burning. Eleanor walked up to the cottage door, which stood ajar because it was so old and warped, and gave three confident knocks upon the wood. Go away, said a voice from inside the cottage. Eleanor was surprised by this. 
She hadn't even had the chance to say hello. How could the owner of the voice want her to go away without even meeting her? She tried again. I said go away, came the voice again. Eleanor realized it wasn't a nasty voice. Instead, Eleanor thought it sounded quite sad. Excuse me, said Eleanor through the gap in the door. I've been exploring the woods and I think I'm lost. Can you help me? Oh, you don't want to come in here, said the voice. I can't help you. I, I can't help anybody. Eleanor was quite certain that the owner of the voice was very sad indeed. She didn't like to think of someone feeling like that, and so she gathered up her courage and gently pushed open the cottage door. Inside the cottage was dark, but despite its scruffy nature outside, the inside was free from dust and cobwebs, and there were even some woodland flowers to brighten up a bare wooden table. The cottage was just one room, with a bed in the corner and a simple kitchen in another, and it was beside the stove that a shadowy shape sat hunched beneath a shawl. What are you doing? Came the voice again as it pulled the shawl tightly around it. You can't come in here. I'm hideous. You don't sound hideous, said Eleanor gently. Your home looks very pretty, but it's so dark in here with the shutters closed. Oh, I prefer the darkness," said the voice. "That way, nobody can see me." But how can you see what you're doing?" asked Elena. "I manage," said the voice sadly, before slipping into silence. Elena felt terribly sorry for this person living all alone out in the woods, but she wasn't sure what she could do to cheer them up. She noticed that the stove was heating a pot of something that smelled delightful. And she couldn't help but take a big sniff of the wonderful aroma. What are you cooking? Asked Elena. Wild mushroom stew, said the figure, brightening slightly. I love to cook. Would you like some? Yes, please, said Elena. That seemed to please the figure no end, and it reached out a hand to stir the pot. Elena could see the hand was covered in orange hair, and instead of fingernails. There were long, curved claws, but being a polite girl, Elena said nothing about this. The figure reached for a bowl and spooned out a portion of the stew, and as it did so, Elena could see one of its feet upon the stone floor. It was also covered in orange hair, but instead of toes, it had a single hoof, like a horse. However, being a polite girl, Elena said nothing about this. The figure stepped forward to pass Elena the bowl of steaming stew, and as it did so, Elena caught sight of its face. It had the eyes of a goat, the nose of a wolf, and the ears of a rabbit. But being a polite girl, Elena said nothing about this, despite the fact that by now Elena was quite sure she was in the home of a monster. So Elena just took the bowl and a spoon. Perched herself upon a low stool and began to eat. The monster seemed delighted that Elena was enjoying the stew so much. How long have you lived here? Asked Elena between spoonfuls. Oh well, I cannot say," said the monster, looking glum once more. It is forbidden. Oh," said Elena. "Can you tell me why you live out here?" 
I cannot, repeated the monster. It is forbidden. Well, is there anything that you can talk about? asked Elena. The monster thought about this for a moment and then said, I think I can tell a story. Would you like to hear a story? Oh, yes, please, grinned Elena. I love a good story. The monster looked pleased. Once upon a time, said the monster, there was a pretty princess who lived with her mother and father in a grand castle. The castle had tall towers with green tiles that flew flags that shimmered with gold. The princess lived a happy life in the castle and was allowed to go wherever she pleased. One day, while investigating the palace yard, she came across a black cat sat upon the cobbles. The princess thought she knew all of the castle's cats, but she'd never seen this one before. As she approached it, the cat suddenly stood and walked behind a barrel stood next to the wall. The princess quite naturally followed it, but when she peered behind the barrel, the cat wasn't there. It had vanished. The princess looked all around the barrel, along the wall, and even lifted the barrel's lid. But the cat was most definitely not there. It wasn't until she gave up and turned around that she saw it again. It was sat on the cobbles just a few paces behind her. This time, when the princess approached it, the cat got up and walked behind a cart that was being unloaded. Quite naturally, the princess followed. But when she rounded the cart, the cat was nowhere to be seen. The princess searched all around the cart and even asked the people unloading the cart to help her. But none of them could find any trace of the cat. It was only when she gave up and the people went back to unloading that she saw it again. It was sat on the cobbles just a few paces behind her. This time, when the princess approached it, the cat got up and walked into the kitchens. Quite naturally, the princess followed. But when she entered the kitchens, the cat was nowhere to be seen. The princess searched everywhere and even got the cook and all of the kitchen staff to help her. But not one of them could find any trace of the cat. It was only when she gave up and the cat and the kitchen staff returned to their tasks that she saw it again. It was just sat outside the door on the cobbles, just a few paces away. This time, the princess didn't approach the cat straight away. Instead, she plucked a small handful of boiled fish from one of the kitchen tables and crouched down just inside the kitchen door with the fish held in her outstretched hand. And quite naturally, the cat got up and walked towards her. In no time, she was stroking the black cat as it ate the fish before nuzzling against her leg. It even allowed the princess to pick it up. The princess couldn't help but wonder who this magical disappearing cat belonged to. She carried the cat to the stables and asked the stable hands, but they'd never seen the cat before, so they suggested the guardhouse. The guards in the guardhouse had never seen the cat before, so they suggested the gardens. The gardener had never seen the cat before, so she suggested the shops. The shopkeepers had never seen the cat before, so they suggested the docks. The fisherman had never seen the cat before, so they suggested the farm. The farmer had never seen the cat before, so she suggested the woodsman. 
And so the princess found herself searching for the woodsman amongst the trees of the wood. Still carrying the black cat, she searched and searched for the woodsman, but she couldn't find him anywhere. Instead, she came across a pretty cottage with roses growing around the door. But when she knocked on the cottage door, it was flung open by a miserable witch. The witch took one look at the black cat in the princess's arms and demanded to know what the princess was doing with her cat. However, whenever the princess tried to explain, the witch would shout over her, drowning out the princess's words. The witch got herself so angry that she flew into a rage, announcing that she was going to take the cat and live far away from pesky cat thieves. Before the princess could react, the witch snatched her pet and cast a terrible spell on the princess as a punishment. And then, true to her word, the witch disappeared to live far, far away. And the poor princess was left all alone forevermore. Elena had finished all but the last spoonful of her stew, but she was so wrapped up in the story that she'd forgotten to take the final bite. I thought this story was going to have a happy ending, she said. The monster just shrugged its shoulders and said, That's just the way the story goes. Elena had the last mouthful and put down the bowl and spoon. Oh, thank you, she said. The stew was delicious, and the story, although sad, was very interesting. I must go now and try to find my way home, but I'm very grateful to you. It's been lovely to meet you. The monster suddenly became very still. Its eyes began to glow. The glow grew brighter, filling the room with light that pushed the shutters wide open and rattled the pans above the stove. Elena had to shield her eyes for a second, and when she looked again, the monster had been transformed. In its place stood a girl about her own age. You're the princess from the story, Elena said with a smile. I am, said the princess, as she wiped away a joyful tear. The wicked witch's spell turned me into a monster, but prevented me from ever asking for help. So instead of talking about it, you turned it into a story, Elena said, understanding at last. Even then, the spell couldn't be broken unless somebody spoke kindly to me the princess explained. But because I live so deep in the woods and look so terrible, I never thought it could happen. Eleanor took the princess's hands. Well, it was lucky I came along then, wasn't it? But now there's two of us that need to find our way home. The princess laughed. Yes, but at least I know which way to go. Come with me back to the castle and we can help you get home from there. Oh, thank you, said Elena, and they headed off hand in hand, talking about just how magical a few kind words can be. The end. <laughs>